Welcome to the Parishioners Banter Podcast. We hope you enjoy the show. Alrighty, folks, welcome back to the Parishioners Banter. Uh, this is episode five, and we have a guest at the table. Yeah, oh, that's right, Patrick. Thanks for having me on. It's me, Arnold Schwarzenegger, Mr. Olympia, here in the flesh. Welcome to the Parishioners Banter. Wow. So great to meet you. Wow. Podcast terminated. <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. It's me, Connor. Totally, totally fooled all Connor, of you. I'm still good having you, man. Oh, yeah. yeah, never mind. We couldn't uh, get Arnold Schwarzenegger to come on, but uh, he we did we did we do have Connor, and he's got a great uh, great Arnold impression. <laughs> <laughs> so, boys, how are we doing today? We doing good? Give me a give me some highlights from the week. I know before we get into life archives with Connor over there, um, what's what's going on? Oh man, just uh, work my my eight hour work day and uh, watch a lot of YouTube. And onboarded a lot of people. That's nice. it for me. Yeah. What do you do for a living, Dylan? Uh, right now, I am inspiring Calvinist. <laughs> uh, wow. I thought you were an HR coordinator. I don't think that's uh, something. Talent acquisition coordinator. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. I don't think being a Calvinist is something you aspire to. I think you just like. No, I don't. Choose <laughs> to be one. I, I aspire to be a Christian. Yeah. Amen. 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 Um, Connor, how's how's your week going? And then, and then we can transition into life archives. Guys, we need to get Connor a little jingle for his life archives segment. <laughs> dun 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 dun. <laughs> all on time, all on time. Um, yeah, we wrapped up VBS. Oh yeah, good, good, good that point. was that was really fun. Was fun. Uh, I thought we were gonna get rained out Friday, um, but it was still still a really good turnout. And I, I will say VBS really helped me connect with a lot of church members that I don't regularly talk to and so I feel like I've got a lot more solid relationships with a lot of different people at our church um, from all different walks of life so really enjoyed that also um, I can't remember who it was that brought some empanadas to the family fun night but those were amazing Uh, Pastor Victor told me who it was but I can't remember her name off the top of my head but whoever you are bless you (laughs) yeah they They were were amazing amazing I hear the hot dogs were, were really, really good. Some Did you really, not get one? Some really handsome guy in the in the kitchen was cooking the hot dogs. Was it you? No, he's that handsome man. Oof. Oof. Just kidding. You're beautiful. Yeah, dude, you're holding that kitchen down. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, Gordon I got Ramsay to, style. Yeah, man. I uh, I got to form a lot of great relationships. Uh, but uh, Jen Hollingsworth's the real MVP, if I got to be honest. She uh, She held it down, so... That's uh, that's super great. Well, let's transition. Life archives, Mr. Connor Moore. What what do you got for us today? Remember when you had a very zealous and toxic view of church attendance to the point where you made me slide a Ford Focus down an iced over mountain while oh, you, Dailing and Esteban, walked down it. Was I, Gerald uh, with us too? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It was. I don't remember this at all. It was Patrick's bachelor what? trip. Yeah, oh, you you're do. full of crap. <laughs> That was sarcasm. Patrick's bachelor trip. Um, we went, what was it, Friday to Sunday. And I plan on being there all day Sunday, you know, spend a little bit more time with the boys. But Patrick, um, in his amazing uh, Christian life, really desired to go to church. And uh, hey, praise God for that. But we left at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., and it was a snowy mountain. 
and we almost died. I almost died with my car. That's a very gracious summary. That leaves out a lot of important details. <laughs> Dive into it, man. Dive into it. We were pretty miserable all weekend. It was very cold, and I think by Sunday morning, we were all just really. Oh no, you were miserable. I had fun. No, no, no. We had fun. We had fun. So this is the same weekend where we met Dog. We talked about Dog on oh, the last yes. podcast. Yes. Uh, the guy that didn't want any food because he had cavities, but thought a chocolate milkshake would help help out the pain for whatever reason. And Sunday morning rolls around. Pat's like, "Get up." We're going to church. And I was like, <laughs> no, we're not. And so. And I was like, yeah, we Pat are. Pat Bing, at his toxic peak, <laughs> at one point had us literally conveyor belting boiling water so that we could just get out of the driveway. <laughs> and by us, I mean me drive the car up the driveway while the other guys push the car. Yeah. And then. There's a point where we're just sliding down the mountain, no, no traction at all. And Pat's like, Connor, hit the brake. I'm like, Pat, I haven't taken my foot off the brake. He's like, well, what about the emergency brake? I'm like, the emergency brake's been on for five minutes. Oh, Lord. And somewhere in the oblivion of technology, there's a um, <laughs> there's a voicemail sent to my now wife telling her that I think I might die and that I love her. Mm. And so I just want everybody to know that Pat put me through that trauma. Uh, one question, boys. Did we get to church? Yeah, we did. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, we did. I don't think that's the point of the we story. <laughs> you know what? I don't remember that they passed the car. We actually honest. we actually did get to church. It was really great. Uh, and you're welcome. You only get 52 Sundays a year. And you didn't have to miss one for something as worldly as a bachelor trip. So. But, Wait, so why do we spend money on a bachelor trip if you don't care about it? No, I, I was excited wow. to go to it. To die is gain, amen. You're ungrateful. <laughs> wow. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> anyway, anyway. I'm glad we broke that. Great, great like, Life Archives segment. That was good. Uh, really thankful for that. You're Folks, welcome. I want to take a quick second uh, to actually plug um, the Nine Marks Weekender that's going to be happening um, at Park Baptist Church on july 28th uh through i believe july 30th or 31st 31st, it's whatever that weekend is um yeah it's gonna be a super great time if you're not sure what a nine marks weekender is basically it's kind of a time where um pastors and aspiring church leaders and uh faithful congregation members from all over can come and watch um a healthy church do healthy church things like conduct elder meetings um and uh, vote on things and watch members meetings and uh, partake in a congregationalist service and and see very biblical liturgy at play. Uh, and it's a really great experience. It's a great time to network. It's a great time to learn about the Lord and his church. Uh, and it's going to be happening at our church. And so we're really thankful for it. We're really excited about it. Uh, July 28th through July, we're going to say 31st, but I think it's 30th. Uh, please, please come out. So, Nine Marks Weekender. You guys excited for it? Very excited. It's kind of cool that our, our church is being used as an example for that. Yeah, why do, why do you think Park's a good example for that kind of stuff? I think we're biblical. Amen. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, just the way we, uh, uh, we're structured by, structured by eldership, and um, we uh, let the congregation take a vote in certain matters. Um, I, think, I think it's a it does what the Bible calls the church to do very well. 
So. Yeah, a few great pillars. Elder led, not elder ruled, right? Our congregation has the final authority. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a lot of great, great ecclesiological elements that park carries with it. So I saw something pretty funny um, as I was conducting my uh, kind of pre-production stuff online. I, I saw an argument uh, about who would win in a fight uh, Thor in full Thor mode, like, you know, 11 Thunder level Oof. against Superman at his peak. So it, is Thor a full level in 11 Thunder or? I mean, I, I feel like he is, but I'm not the biggest Marvel guy, right? So, I mean, I, I, Connor, you know, Connor, Connor and Daling are pretty Marvelish, but I would love to hear, hear your thoughts. Connor. So this is the difficult part. <laughs> Is that they're they're both super powerful characters, but the interesting thing about Thor is that technically, as Guardians get stronger with age, mm-hmm. right? So in the Marvel animated universe, um, there's a time where they confront Thanos and he uses the Time Stone to age all the Avengers and turns them to dust. But Thor, because the Asgardians can live thousands and thousands of years, they become increasingly more powerful with age. So it's really hard to understand the scope of Thor's ability even in Love and Thunder which I haven't seen yet so no spoilers please well let's let's put Thor at what? 750 years old I mean How I, I couldn't Thor? I couldn't gauge like I don't, I don't know enough to say like there are certain powers that they unlock or increase in with age it's just really hard with Superman because Superman is so OP right like yeah. there's like his durability against Thor like how would Thor beat him? Yeah, but what's what's Thor's? Does Thor have a weakness like Superman? I think I think Thor's weakness, and this might be getting kind of philosophical, is the dude's heart. Oof. <laughs> He's an emotional guy. But you know what? And that's where the gospel comes in. Yeah. <laughs> but like, we've also never really seen Thor like take damage from like a Superman-like character. Mm. Like even when he like. I mean, Thanos is kind of close. Well, the thing with Thanos is that the only time they fight is when he uses Stormbreaker to block or to assault Thanos. Stormbreaker, uh, identify that. Uh, Stormbreaker is Thor's upgraded axe. Well, it's um, debated, baby, but... Uh, yeah, Stormbreaker. upgraded. Love yeah. and Thunder. Okay, well, Stormbreaker is his replacement <laughs> weapon after, you know, his evil sister that I didn't know about. What's her name? Hela? Helen? Hela? Hela? I don't know. Yeah, I don't anyway, know. Anyway, she broke his hammer, allegedly. Um, the big ones, the big one, the big stick. Yeah, it's it's the bigger axe. Yeah. So it's just really hard to say. I I probably go with Superman, because mm, that's interesting. My man, Superman almost got beat by Batman. Man, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but that like, movie Thor, was horrible. Does well. Here's the thing: is like, does <laughs> Thor have access to Kryptonite? I mean, maybe. I mean, there's that's a good but there's several universes. So like, hey, anything is possible. No way home. If, if either if they just meet up and neither one of them have met each other before and it's just a full That's like true. full on fight, then Superman's gonna win. Okay, I see what you mean. Because that context makes sense. Yes. Like, I just feel like I just don't know how durable Thor is. That's the issue. I just yeah. feel like Thor. The reason he would lose is because he still like has this essence of humanity to him, hmm. whereas like. We okay. Superman is depicted as a human, kind of in our in our the way we view him, right? But he's not really human in light of he's not even really superhuman. Like he comes from another planet, 
You know what I mean? I so you. it's he's like, like he's an alien. Yeah, he's basically an alien. But then again, like Thor is a mythical god. So he's technically an alien. And so that's kind of what I saw online was is like they're like it's not like pairing up you know two Avengers that were both born. Just here. to clarify, God with a lowercase g. Yeah, very very lowercase g. <laughs> Paganism. I'm not gonna condone watching Marvel. Uh, but <laughs> but for that'll the be a good thing, topic too. Yeah, I know. I think I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna say Superman. I think I'm gonna. Yeah, go I'll go there. for Superman. Perfect. 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 Yeah, Superman's just been presented as pretty much being indestructible yeah and i also don't know if, if uh kryptonians are capable of dying or not like what's their lifespan because i'm thinking at this point the only known weaknesses of thor and superman are the fact that they can die with age but yeah. takes thousands of years i'll tell you what though superman versus omni-man mm, I, i've never know, heard i, I would have con- i would have condoned watching that show but I've never heard of Omni Man. It's from that show, uh, Invincible. Oh, on oh. Prime, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I'm not. Here's sure a more that. interesting versus conversation: Silverback Gorilla versus Grizzly Bear. <laughs> he loves talking Wait, about. Them. I do. I'm very right, passionate about what this topic. Type of Grizzly Bear? Kodiak. Like the pancake mix? No, Kodiak <laughs> Grizzly Bears are insane. They're like a mix between. They are good. They taste really good. Chocolate chip. Yeah. Shut the freak up. I'm Especially the protein packed one. ones. I'm, I'm just confused. Um, Steven Rinella's eating the so grizzly bear. So we'll we'll just stick with like a, a a standard northern California grizzly bear. Uh the grizzly. I don't have too much experience with bears. I I feel like it's the grizzly man. Any day of the week. Okay, listen to this, guys. <laughs> you know a fun fact about grizzly bears? Grizzly bears can take up to twelve shotgun bullet shell head like to the head, and still like have enough life into them to be able to get away from you or kill you. Like we they we found situations where you know in national parks and stuff where they've they've taken severe shotgun damage but came out of that fight like alive. That's mm. that's crazy to think about. Yeah, I think the main point of argument in favor of the gorilla for a lot of people is that gorillas actually have a stronger bite force. And while that's a fact that's a factual statement Gorillas aren't used to being in situations where they'd have to use their teeth like that to fight, right? And also, gorillas are very—they're not necessarily non-confrontational, but they don't—they don't use their upper body in a manner to fight the way that, like, I don't know if you've like ever seen grizzly bears fight, but they're like super agile. Yeah, like they're quick. What they can would... tear you up. I read a I read a statistic that grizzly bears hunt. Purely, not just for the sake of eating, but also for exercise. <laughs> like they will go hunt down a deer just wow. to get cardio in. That could be that's that so savage. Yeah, yeah that, they're pretty insane. Like I'm hungry, but also I need to get my calories. Well, sounds like me. I've been to a lot of zoos. Toledo Zoo, South Carolina Columbia Zoo. Shout out Ohio Zoo in Washington D.C. Shout out Patrick Sin. He snuck into the zoo. <laughs> and did you actually? I did. I did sneak dealing into the, the Toledo Zoo. Well, Savannah did. She worked there against my will. Yeah, it was. It was really awkward. <laughs> awkward anyway, <laughs> anyway, um, I've never. I've seen way less. Actually, I don't think I've ever seen a domesticated grizzly bear. But I've seen a gorilla at every single one. Rest in peace, Harambe. <laughs> and so I don't know if that really plays a factor in this decision. 
<laughs> but if we can't get grizzlies in the zoo, <laughs> but we can get gorillas in the zoo, like, I feel like that should be at least addressed, right? Do we... Are there bears in the zoo? I think there are some, for sure. Just not the depends. ones I have to. I think that... I mean, it's a big task. I mean, granted, I can't really make that argument because silverbacks don't even live in the states yeah so you'd have to get them from overseas or yeah yeah that's fair so sad grizzlies i guess yeah. are a little more protected it's just like i mean you can't I, i've seen videos where grizzly bears can like decapitate like somebody just by swiping their claws like, we're talking like uh, like hey bear <laughs> whoa bear whoa bear yeah. you back up bear is there a reason why there's a natural <laughs> human instinct to just talk to a bear you have to like the, but like it's you, you'll never see a video of somebody encountering a bear where they're not just going hey bear hey, hey bear hey bear oh, have you I seen see. that video sorry my dog's getting like really stoked that we're talking about bears right now for whatever reason <laughs> she's coming to attack she's me really right into it but um have you seen that video of that tour guide leading uh, expedition through Alaska and I think he's just leading a photography like Oh, tour. he's got the desert eagle on him? Yeah, and he's got the big old revolver. And he's looking at the bear, and he's just like, you're pretty. And then the bear starts walking towards him. He's like, hey, you get So he pulls out, the, pulls out his gun. The bear looks so confused. Like, whoa, dude, you were just calling me beautiful. Now you're pulling a gun on me. Getting some mixed signals here. Dude, a, a great show, and Sierra's going to kill me for saying this, um, is a show called Meat Eater. Uh, it's about this guy named – it's about this guy named my, – my wife's a vegetarian – uh, it's about this guy named Steven Ranella, and he does these like wild game hunts. Uh, he's killed grizzlies, black bears, um, wild hogs, just like a bunch of really bear bacon. He yeah, he made like bear bacon in the wilderness. He's really awesome. Uh, but he uh, he and his friend, and I showed Dylan this video recently, got charged by like a full blown like mother grizzly yeah. in the middle of Yellowstone. Not no, it wasn't Yellowstone. It was. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's some island. No. Where, yeah, Prince, talk- Prince, uh, Prince of Egypt. Prince Ed- Great movie. <laughs> Prince Edwards or something island. And they charges them, and they both just light it up with shotguns. And these aren't normal grizzly bears. These are grizzly bears that clock in over like 1,000 pounds. Yeah, like these average. are the Kodiak ones I was telling you about. Yeah, these they're are the insane. Kodiak grizzly bears. They're half polar bear, half grizzly. So we get, while we're on the topic of bears, <laughs> Gosh. have you ever looked up your daily? Look this up on your computer right now. It's called the short-faced bear. Short-faced bear. And they're a lot so of, cute. They're no, they're not. These things are gigantic. Oh wait, I think I just. You're thinking of a different bear. I am thinking. So of a these bear. bears are why a lot of archaeologists believe it was really difficult for human beings to colonize or just inhabit North America in general. These uh, bears are so big that I'm pretty sure their most common prey were uh, mammoths. Wow. And they they're solitary hunters. Do you, have you seen the picture of them? Like Can you imagine feet being long. so strong, being like, all right, guys, we're gonna get together, and we're gonna go kill this mammoth. Yeah, they're gigantic. Oh wow, look at those things. I think they're like twenty feet tall. We'll or link not, we'll long. link our Google search in the uh, in the description below. Go ahead. And we'll get a short short term short face beard to make some Instagram accounts, Facebook. We accounts. do. We do need to make some Instagram and social media accounts. This has been a fun episode so far. It's been super laid back. I don't know about you guys. I like it. Yeah. Here's a here's a fun little topic. Um, so down here in the south, church softball is a really big thing, especially back home in Somerville. Yeah, you played. Yeah, I did a lot. So let's say that you're the you're the manager and you're building a church softball team from scratch, and 
you have to build a roster of 10 dudes and and you can only pick celebrity pastors all right and you have to give the reason why you're picking them oh, or why so you're good. not picking them this is so good oh, wow. i don't know if i can think of 10 like celebrity pastors this could be like you know this could be like your john piper like john piper definitely going to be in my starting lineup <laughs> because he's not the most athletic guy in the world obviously he's... where are you putting that man so I'm putting him probably probably catcher because being the catcher in a church softball is very, very easy. It's underhand slow pitch. It's not too intense. And they have a lot of authority. You know, they see the field. They can kind of assess the situation. For sure, but it's going to be – I mean, they're putting him at catcher or designated hitter. And the reason why is because although, like, Piper isn't the most athletic dude, but he's like that grandpa that can just poke it in a right field. Like every single time, like consistently, like yeah. the dude can get on base and then you sub him out for the young buck. Like you're gonna sub him out for like uh, Matt Chandler. <laughs> See, Matty Chan's my pitcher. Is he? Yeah. See, I'm putting I'm putting Matty Chan at uh, shortstop. Really? I was thinking Paul Washer pitcher. Oh, oh for sure, <laughs> for take. sure. He just like preaches a sermon at the batter, and the batter's emotionally confused by the time he's done preaching. He throws the ball, and the dude's just like, I feel like. I'm sending no matter what I do at this point, like, so I'm just going to strike out. See, see, I want Paul. I want Paul Washer out in the out in the outfield. You know what? Matty Chan's a shortstop. I'm putting Greg Gilbert as my pitcher. <laughs> Forgive me. Who's who's Greg Gilbert? Yeah, I'll pull up a picture. And okay. Like, oh yeah. While you're looking that up, I, I, I'd say Paul Washer as pitcher because such a leader. Like he, he'd yell at his teammates if they don't have wounds in their hands or cuts on their knees. Such a such a leader, man. For sure. Yeah, he he really would. He really would. <laughs> uh, I'm putting Al Mohler at catcher. Really? So okay. So we're so we're, so we got John Piper DH. Al Mohler at catcher. <laughs> that's yeah, weird. Yeah. Um, that's that's Greg Gilbert. What about Joe? I have Joe no Osteen? idea who that is. What we're putting? He Joe wrote he wrote the book. Uh, <laughs> what? Why trust the Bible? What is the gospel? Those little yeah. books. Uh, Joel Joel is definitely going right field. Because that's where you kind of like put the guy that just wants to be there for the fun of it, like he doesn't contribute. Wait, I, I played that in I, when I played baseball. I'm really sorry. I, I thought that was but a good. Really there's a really there's a really common little league trope that. Uh, I'm putting right Dave Keen at second base. Really, hey, I put, he's not a celebrity. No, no, dude, no way, dude. Dave Keen's a first base. <laughs> he's dude. a local celebrity. Yeah, can we pick our coach? No, no, okay. Or are so we the coach? Dave, Dave is out of the question. We're, I mean, like obviously Dave's a celebrity to us because you know <laughs> he's hosting a nine marks. Um, we can know that's a really big deal for us, but so I'm thinking like <laughs> crap. See, I'm I'm putting I'm putting I'm putting a, a David Platt center field. Ooh, that's a good choice, baby. Yeah, <laughs> leader of the outfield. Yeah, that's a good that's a good pick. So and so educate me on how important the basemen are in baseball. Like how important is the guy playing first base? Third how important is the guy? Third base is I mean, you're really the the big thing with such a big field is you need to pick dudes that can be, communicate, okay. right? So like you got you're breaking it down to your leaders. So like the shortstop's usually the leader of the infield, and Matt, Matt Matty Chan's a young buck, yeah. But he's also he's also really effective, young buck, yeah. you know. And then you you, you got to have your younger guys covering like you know second, third, and center field because those guys got to cover the most ground and kind of take charge. So, so first base, is he going to be more of a senior kind of guy? Yeah, for sure. The dude that's, like, not afraid to, you know, get rough, right? Because, you, you know, young buck like, you know, Matty Chan, he's going to 
he's got the gas. He's got dude's yeah. got a cannon for an arm, but doesn't necessarily mean he's always accurate. You know, so it's yeah. like you got. Yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put Sinclair Ferguson at first base. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> that's accurate. If you get, first base doesn't, it's really hard to hit opposite field. Yeah, especially like on the ground. And so, you know, to counteract a hitter with a like like a John Piper with his caliber yeah. of being able to poke it in right field yeah. and, and take an opposite field. Um, See, I'd put a Dever mm-hmm. like right behind in the outfield. Yeah, by Sinclair, but I'm worried. See, I'm, picking, I'm picking Dever as team manager. Uh, Keep all the boys in check. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm yeah, picking. Team they have like one on ones once a week. Yeah. I'm picking John MacArthur as the umpire. Oh, <laughs> that's a hot take, baby. Yeah. Why is that? He's not. He he doesn't have like good well, relationships with all this. That's guys. what I'm saying. A lot of people don't like him. <laughs> and who likes the umpires, right? So. Yeah. So he I'm, just talks about how he's a dispensationalist the entire time. Yeah. He and Al Bowler will start getting into it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're lacking a second baseman, a third baseman, and a left fielder. So do they all have to be alive? Preferably. Okay. They would have to know what church softball is. All right. I'm putting it Steve Lawson at second base. <laughs> really? Yeah. Because I feel like he's old, but he's pretty agile. See, then I'm he's, putting, got, he's like angry all the see, time. Then I'm like putting long? it. See then, is he tall? Yeah, he's, he's actually a long boy. Taller, yeah. Uh, do you know how tall he is? Can, I, can, I could probably get a height. Depending on his height, I might move him over to I'll third base. But then again, third base. Ba- no, maybe second base is a little bit better. I'd prefer a younger guy at second to cover more ground. Right. That's what I was thinking. You want a younger oh, pass, wow. a younger like celebrity passer for like, um, for like third base because he's got to have the reflexes and the oh, eyesight. I'm putting Shylin then at second base. Shylin. Oh, yeah. 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 That's he's a not good a pastor. Choice. He just teaches. So are we allowing him to slide in here? Why not? Okay. Steve Lawson. Is... If he's got the T for G pass, then he can. He, he was a pastor. Steve Lawson is a five foot ten. Yeah, that's oh, not. Dang. That's not. He's, he's like my height. That's not third base material, unfortunately. Dang. Man. I could I could see Steve Lawson being like an actual solid right fielder. Oh really? Okay, let's lean into yeah. that for a second. Like I feel like Steve Lawson's healthy enough to cover some ground. Nice, nice. I just thought of how much Daniel yeah. Edelson's gonna love this conversation. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Um, Let's see if I would put in the end. I'm really, I'm really struggling with who am I gonna put at third base. I feel like he's got to be tall. Apparently, I feel like I might pick Furtick. You know, I might, wow. might make him play. I might make him play. You know. Well, if we're gonna yeah. bring in heretics, then I've got to. Oh, okay. Timeout. Timeout. Wow. So my, my struggle with picking Furtick <laughs> is I feel like Furtick wasn't like a high school athlete. I feel like he's the type of dude that got jacked after high school. Yeah, he got bullied. And so I'm. I feel like Duke could probably throw heat, but I'm worried about like accuracy because third base. That's a long. That's a long throw. Can I? And can I draft Kanye? <laughs> Absolutely oh. not. No, Kanye. <laughs> I'm, wow. just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh. No, no. In all seriousness, I know who I'm putting at, at third, third base. base. Who? It's gonna be Thabiti. Who? He's Sorry. he's uh, he speaks a T for G and stuff. He he was a, he's our elder um, at. Capital Hill Baptist Church. Uh, dude, actually, I think I'm going to challenge that. I'm going to put James Hamilton at third base. You know what? I feel like he's my pitcher. I feel like he could lead a baseball team. Put a Matt Boswell on the bench. <laughs> hey, guys, you guys got yeah. Amen. Yeah, you, and amen. then I kind of want to just – I, I kind of want to put, like, Keith Getty in left field just for fun. <laughs> you, get, you guys just in the middle of the game, get, he's going to be, like, singing to – he's, like, leading worship. To the Come on, son. It just it would be it's be so funny to hear like an Irishman like heckling you from left field. <laughs> right, loss, throw it to yeah. first. Just like <laughs> drink it. 
Man, dude, that's Matt so Pop funny. Matt Pop Matt Boswell. Good chemistry in the team. Yeah, so I've got to fit. I've got to fit. Um, oh, my goodness. I'm drawing a blank. Alistair Begg. I've got to fit Ooh. Alistair Begg somewhere. Oof. <laughs> I feel like that's my empire. Because a good well, empire is more than be, one empire. Umpire, so yeah, I mean, I feel like umpire, my bad. Like, they've got to be able to, like, crack some jokes. Mm-hmm. And that's literally like Alistair Begg yeah, to a team. So who are we going to throw to just kind of make this a well-rounded team? Who are you throwing in as first base and third base coach? So like those are the guys like, you know, John Piper, you know, pokes one into right field. Obviously the first base coach all day of the week is never going to tell the dude to go to second because <laughs> he's going to get thrown down so hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ronnie J. Martin. Ronnie J. Martin's going to first. Nah, right? he's C-list. We need A-list. C-list. We need yeah. an A-list. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. We need A-list bastards. I'll, I'll squeeze Where's Jared C? Where's Jared C at? Ah, he's not A-list. Uh, he posts really boys, funny memes. Boys, but... I'm thinking Michael Todd. Ooh. For first base coach? <laughs> oh, shoot. No, never mind. Are you worried that he's going to lie to your players about what like, the truth is? Probably. You're right. Never mind. That yeah, might cause him a stumble. Yeah. Um, I think Lig Duncan's my first base <laughs> coach. <laughs> you got it, yes. buddy. You got it, buddy. <laughs> you can do it, buddy. <laughs> it's okay. Go to second base also, covenantal theology. <laughs> it's okay, buddy. Yeah. I want so, Moeller to do- double as a coach and third, a catcher. So third base coach, got to have a lot of discernment because he's you know in charge of sending the boys to home base for those runs. Yeah. So yeah. you need somebody – Who's done some life? Probably paved the way for church softball. Yeah, knows yeah, what he's talking point. about. LeBron James. <laughs> he's just built different. Just yeah, <laughs> that's why he's the goat. <laughs> um, oh man, that's a really tough pick. Hold that's on, while you're really... saying that, I got to take Dever out of the outfield. I just feel like he's not going to apply himself out there. No. And I'm going to make. Him I never put there. Dever in the outfield. I, no, I put... for me, I put Dever in the outfield on my team. No, not a chance, dude. Dever might be good first base <laughs> and like catcher. Yeah. Yeah. So Dever, Dever's definitely my third base coach. Actually, you know, I'm putting Dever in as catcher. I'm swapping him out oh, for nice. uh, f- who do we have in there first? Lawson? You you had John Piper at catcher. Yeah, maybe catcher, maybe 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 DH. I think it depends. I think <laughs> you you put you put Piper in as catcher to make him feel good. Yeah, but then yeah. you swap him out for. De- I feel like Dever can really keep your pitcher level headed. Yeah, he you can. know, especially with your pitcher. Like your who was yours again? Actually, I forgot who we picked. You haven't cast a pitcher yet, baby. Pretty sure I did. Is it not Matty Chan for you? Matty Chan's my pitcher. No, Matt, Paul Washer is Matt Chandler is definitely my uh, third baseman. Or not my third baseman, my shortstop. Dang, baby, you never picked a pitcher. I Wait, swear the, I did. I'm going to be honest. I don't know too much about the positions. I grew up playing soccer in yeah. churches. It's a, yeah. That's a whole different yeah, That's an okay sport. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> only the best sport. Well, that was really funny. That was funny. Um, guys, we are well into this podcast. Uh we have gone through a plethora of different topics, and to be honest, I'm looking at the minute mark, and it might be time to so too. to cut it. So, amen. Awesome. Good. We feeling good. I'm feeling great. Feel good about it. Nice, nice. Uh, let's. I'm gonna just say one thing. Uh, we we really are thankful for the people that actually finish these. Super. Um, we we're still figuring it out. We're still figuring out how to jerry rig up our setups we're still figuring out how to carry good conversation but for those of you who actually stick it out with us and and stay like we we're really thankful for it so uh with that being said uh this has been the parishioners banter uh parishioners out peace
The Parishioners Banter Podcast is co-hosted by Patrick Baird, Connor Moore, and Deling Machado. The music for today's episode is brought to you by Cold Brew, a local Rock Hill artist. Friends, debate about something dumb, think deeper than you did last week, and don't take yourself too seriously. This has been the Parishioners Banter Show. Thank you so much for listening.